year it's your boy Quan. yo 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 this is gerald and welcome to another episode of the k and j podcast show gerald how was your halloween bro i worked <laughs> we we getting a little bit too old for halloween but yeah <laughs> on I another worked. hand what what's the next holiday you're looking forward to thanksgiving so i can eat like a fat ass facts 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 i think i think i'm looking forward more to thanksgiving than i am christmas to be honest oh yeah yeah like that's that's kind of facts right now at this point because i'm older yeah you know when i was younger christmas what thanksgiving what thanksgiving what now it's like damn nigga hungry fat boy status hey big facts big facts but hey, y'all stay tuned, man. Today, I'm gonna be telling y'all one of my famous stories, the story of Scruffleupagus. But that's gonna come later, towards the end of the episode. Today, we're really gonna be talking about life, determination, reaching your goals, and setting out and doing what you want to do, man. Yes, sir. So y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back after this break. Welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please forgive us, y'all. Oh, my God. One take yeah. is all we do. Y'all remember that. One take is all we do. We're not cutting this out. This is going to the actual episode. Gerald was wilding and buffooning in our break. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, Gerald, um, like like I said, today's episode is all about determination, reach, reaching your goals, setting milestones for yourself what you what you got to say to people like how would you get someone that's down how would you bring them up as far as like goal setting and determination and what, what would you tell somebody well what i would tell somebody is you know there's always going to be a mountain that you have to climb in order to get to the top there's always that mountain you have to climb to get to success everything is not going to be easy there's going to be obstacles in life that you have to overcome, but it's up to you. Either you're going to let it break you or you're going to overcome it. And honestly speaking, I'm going through my own trials and tribulations and stuff like that, but I don't try to let it break me down because I know at the end it's going to be, it's going to be pretty damn awesome. An awesome feeling of being successful, accomplishing my goals so I I encourage people, like, no matter, I don't care what, like, well, I'm not saying I don't care what y'all go through, but what I'm saying is, whatever y'all go through, y'all have to overcome and y'all have to have that unbreakable will to not let nothing break you down or to make you, you know, lay on your ass. Y'all might stumble, but y'all won't, y'all might stumble in life, yes, but don't fall. And even if y'all fall, get the fuck back up. That's all I can say. Facts, facts, because in life, I'm going to let y'all in on a little secret. In life, falling is the easy part. The hard part is getting back up. Everybody going to fall. Like, for example, if I may tell a story of my own. When I was little, I used to play sports like. I love football, love basketball, da da da. I got an MVP trophy, literally that I'm looking at right now. MVP trophy. It used to be really good. I played wide, I played wide receiver, safety, 
cornerback, kick return, punt return. Your boy never got off the field, right? So here's 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 the dilemma. Here's what happened. I'm twelve, thirteen, and I have a doctor's appointment. This is routine doctor's appointment. Okay, for those who don't know, I'm gonna give y'all long story short. Long story short. When I was born, feet got stuck inside my mom's rib cage. Feet came out backwards. I've been having surgery ever since to get my shit fixed. I got arthritis, got a metal plate in my foot. Da 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 da. Boom. I walk straight now. I'm I'm all good. I'm all good. All right. Boom. Years later, I'm all good. So, this 12, 13 era. This is probably after my second surgery. I want to say second or third. I can't remember. So, I'm having the time of my life playing football. Go to the doctor, you know, routine checkup. They take x-rays on my foot, da, 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 ask me questions, pain, stuff like that. I'm good. I want to play football. I'm good. I'm, I'm thinking, like, okay, we got a game tomorrow. I'm not really focused on what this nigga got to say. I already know routine, da, da, da. So, today, it was just a whole nother script. Like, I did the x-rays, all that. We So, me and my mom sitting in the room waiting. We just waiting. It's taking them longer than usual, so I'm like, oh, okay, okay, okay. So, doctor comes in, right, and he sits down. And you always can tell when the doctor about to say some fucked up shit by the way he come in and how he sit down. And he give you that genuine look. And, you know, he hits you with the, um, you know, he pat, he pat <laughs> the little mat thing. He pat the little mat thing twice and said, let me talk to you real quick, buddy, you know. You know, he hit you with one of those, so... Doctor, doctor looked me in my face and told me, this is going to be the last year that my feet are going to allow me to ever play sports again because I would never, ever play sports again in my life. He told me that if I wanted to play sports as a career, like go to the NFL, NBA, that shit is a dub. Like, doctor just literally told me, no, dub, don't. Like, you can't do it. Like, he didn't say... It's going to be hard. He said, you can't do it. Like, he said, play another sport. Do something else. And as a 12, 13-year-old boy, that shit hurt. Like, to tell to tell a 12, 13-year-old boy that he cannot do what he want to do in life, like, that shit hurt. That shit hurt. Now, what's crazy is the next day, your boy wild out that game. And that's what that's the game that got me that MVP trophy because your boy wild out that game. But obviously I went home and cried. Da, 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 da. But you know, as I got older, like when I played football eighth grade year, I can understood I understood what the doctor was telling me because I go to practice, I come back home, I literally could not get up and walk the next day, like. I got to crawl around on the floor. So bus will come at like seven something. I would have to bus will come at seven. You wake up at six. I would have to wake up at four thirty, five o'clock in the morning to crawl around the house to get my feet ready to walk so I can go to school the next day. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was tough. It was tough. But then as I got older, it got harder and harder. And like I was getting really like depressed on I don't know what else I'm gonna do in my life, right? Like, boom, I can't do this, can't do that. So, we go down to high school, da da da. I'm getting good at video games. It don't involve movement. I'm still playing sports, but I'm not playing them as in like a, like a school level. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
So, so college come around, boom. I was like, okay, college. I love computers, computer science. This is what I'm going to do. Boom, bada boom, bada bing. Found my calling. Boom, I'm going to be something. Your boy flunked out. Like, like, it's not that I barely didn't make it. I, oh, some complications happened to where I flunked out. No, your boy flunked out. Like, your boy flunked out. Like, completely. Completely. Like, I didn't go to class. Didn't do none of my work. Like, after the third week of college, I stopped doing all my homework. I stopped doing all my homework. I was hanging with my homeboys, chilling, doing acting. I was not even hanging with them chilling. I was focused on making money. Like, I got had me two jobs working down there. I was making money. I always come home on the weekends. Me and my girl can literally go do whatever we wanted because I had bread like that. Now, this past summer, since I came home and when everybody else went back to school and my black ass still sitting here, that's when it really hit me. And like you can say this is my this is my downfall, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's when it really hit me. So I'm talking about I'm hurt because I don't know what to do with my life. I can't go to school. I can't do this. I can't do that. Like my grades is bad plus plus. Not even plus plus bad negative negative bitch. Like my grades is bad. my grades is bad bad. That's cause I didn't do none of the work. But the crazy part is while I was in school, every test I took Every finals I took, every midterm I took, I passed them hoes. Right. I passed them. Like, but you can't get credit for a class that you don't go right. to. That's that's really what it comes to. You don't go to class. You, I can't just show up, take midterms, take exams, take tests. And I said tests. Take tests and fucking think that I'm going to pass the class. That's not how it works. So over the summer... You know, I'm sitting here in this, I'm sitting here back home, not knowing what I'm going to do with my life. Like, literally just can't go to sleep at night, can't sleep straight, can't do nothing. And then one day, I had a dream. I had a dream. Oh, what what was it? It was a, well, I want to say a dream. It was more like I had like an epiphany. Which was this podcast? Because I'm, I would consider myself a good talker. Like I can talk about a multitude, a multitude of things to anybody about anybody. If you just give me like, if if I don't know about it, you just give me like forty minutes of research, and I can still talk to you about anything about anybody. Like, is that simple? And I feel like this podcast has really helped me figure out what I want to do with my life. Like, this right here. This is really what I want to do. Like, I just want my voice out there to be heard. So, I mean, there was plenty of times where, like Gerald said, I could have stopped. I didn't have to get back up. You know what I mean? I could have stopped. I could have stayed in the slums. I could have been in bed all day. But you got to get up and you got to go do something. Because... No matter how hard you pray for something, no matter how hard you hope for something, faith without work is dead. And if you don't want it for yourself, you can't sit here and expect someone else 
to want you to want it also. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, you got. Yeah, you gotta not. Yes, sir. So yes, sir. Whatever. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) but you know what I mean. Like you gotta be able to put the work in, put the time in, put the dedication in to perfect yourself, perfect your craft. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I have to say about the whole dedication part. If anybody feeling down, you can always reach out to me or Jail, and we'll always we be up all night, all day working on the podcast, making things better for y'all. If anybody's feeling down and feeling like they don't have no one to talk to or they need someone to talk to, do not hesitate to contact us. Am I wrong? Yeah, also, hey, whatever y'all, if y'all need an event, let us know. And we promise you, nothing is not going to get leaked out or anything. Right, right. Everything is confidential. I promise you. Like, boom. You you want to vent, you want to talk about something, you can always hit me and Gerald up. My Instagram is at J-A-Y-D-A-D-U-D-E underscore. And my Instagram name is official Gerald Lee. Right, right, right. Like, do not hesitate to contact us because we, we show love to people that show love to us. It's only right. It's only right. So if you're ever feeling down, if you're ever feeling like you just don't have no one to talk to, we are literally up 24-7, seven days a week working on this podcast, trying to make things better for y'all. So don't don't hesitate to contact us. All right, so any anything else you want to say on that topic? No, nah, I think you, you did good on this one. <laughs> Not did good on this one. Right, right, right. But, I mean... I'm just saying, like, I like seeing people succeed. You know what I mean? Like, I like like helping people, and I like talking to people about their problems, and I like I like people coming back to me after I talk to them and say, like, I really appreciate it. Thanks for all the help, you know, like, without you and stuff like that. Like, I like being that person. I like being the shoulder for you to cry on. How about about you, Jerry? Same here. Yeah, right, right, right. Like, I just feel like I, don't know, I just like helping people. I just like that's that's just something I like helping people. I like talking to people. So, which is one of the main reasons why I wanted to do this podcast. I wanted because you never know what you can say to make somebody day. You know what I mean? Or like to give somebody an epiphany about something. Like you never know who might need to hear it or what might needs to be said. Like anything. Anything's possible. You you never know. You never know. You just can't give up. You can't give up. You can't give up. Like that's that's the main thing what we're trying to tell y'all. Like life is gonna throw y'all twists and turns and curves and ups and downs and lefts and right. But like my man Gerald explained earlier, like if you wanna go to the mountaintop, you gotta go through the valley first. You got to. Cause if you look at every mountaintop, it has a valley, and you can't just jump. You can't leap. You can't we're not, we're not Mario. We can't do that. Facts, facts, facts. Like <laughs> you gotta, you gotta go through that valley. You gotta go to that mountaintop. Cause I'm telling you, like everything that you go through in life is preparing you for what is ahead. Because without certain events, you wouldn't be ready 
for what you're destined for, like for what God has planned for you or what is planned for you. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Yeah, like you can't just you can't just what's the word I want to say? You can't just hope for something to happen and not do nothing and it happen. You got to be willing to put the dedication, put the time, put the work in, put the effort because as as I said, it's okay to be sad. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to be down. It's okay to be down, but it's a difference between being down and laying down. It's a difference. It's a huge, it's a huge difference. It's a huge difference between you being down and you putting yourself down and you laying down and not choosing to get up. So me and John are here today to tell everybody to get up. Like the world is your oyster. The world, everything is what you make it is. And it's all. It's a mindset. That's all it is. It's just a mindset. Most definitely. Most definitely. You have a positive mindset. Everything will be good. Everything is good. Even the bads. I mean, sometimes you have your days, and it's okay. Break down, cry, but don't stay there. Don't stay there. At least try not to. I know it's easier said than done, but try not to. Try not to. That's all we're saying. We're just saying try not to because we want to see everybody succeed and we want to see everybody prosper, you know. And as they say, what, laughter is the best medicine? Yes. Which is why we're here. This is exactly why we're here. So I hope everybody understood that whole segment of some encouragement. We were just trying to give somebody, I just felt like somebody needed that to hear that encouragement. Like, at least my testimony, you know what I mean? Like, I'm good now. Like, my life is better than what it was months ago. Yes, sir. But, like, you can ask anybody. Like, me months ago was a person that you did not want to talk to. Like, <laughs> I was in a dark, 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 dark place. But now, now I'm, I feel way much better. I can sleep now. Like, I feel so much better about myself. I got a little testimonial of myself. So go ahead, take the floor. Take the floor. So like back in my, my senior year, I going to Douglasburg High School. Um, mm-hmm. it was my last year wrestling. At first, I wasn't going to wrestle no more because my junior year, I was one in sixteen as a wrestler. Not making no excuses, but I was wrestling at a high rate. I was wrestling two weight classes above me. I'll be like 160 wrestling at 182. So the only thing the only thing was I wasn't going to give up like you know doing what I wanted to do. Not saying that well I'm about to say my shock y'all I wasn't really so much focused on trying to go to regionals or states. It was more so because like I said I'm trying I want to become a mixed martial artist and I wanted to find a base. So I went to wrestling for my base. But senior year, my 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 friends I wrestled on the team, but they convinced me to come back. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna make a statement. Even if I can't make the make it to regionals or states, I want to do better than I did my junior, my sophomore year. And unfortunately, I did okay. I was five and five, but because I had a surgery, 
my second semester junior year, it affected my whole wrestling season and my for my senior year, and I couldn't wrestle since, and I was pretty bummed because I was just like, that's you know, that's tough because you know, I I tell you, I was working my ass off that summer for my my last year being a wrestler. Like I worked my ass off. You can ask my the people that was helping me. I tried to drop down to one forty five. Although I didn't make it, I was busting my ass. You know, I missed out on a lot of things. I missed out going to Chapel Hill. I missed out on my senior night. There was so much I missed out on it. You know, it kind of put a dark cloud over me. But then going to the gym that I went to, you know, it, you know, I stayed. I still trained because I still had high hopes that I could make some kind of a, some kind of accomplishment and. This year, August third, I mean August eighteenth, my my fault. August eighteenth, I feel like I made an accomplishment by placing third at the U.S. grappling in my weight class, um, my middleweight weight class between one sixty two point nine to, I mean one sixty two point one to one seventy five point five, and I'm you know I did pretty good for my first time competing at a grappling competition. So I, mm-hmm. so you know, I, I honest, and I have another competition coming up in November, which is next Saturday, next um November the tenth, and I hope to make a better statement than I did at the U.S. Grappling Tournament. And you know, why I encourage people is no matter what happens, like I said, you just have to overcome that obstacle. It might feel like it stopped you, but you got to find ways through it. And if y'all play sports. Or do anything that's competitive. Don't take if you lose, don't take it as a oh, I'll take it. You you learn instead of thinking of a loss, you you think of it as you you learn from it. You learn and you're gonna go back and get better at it. Never think because you fell short that you lost. Think of it as hey, all right, he was the better man or the better woman. I take I will take that as a learning lesson. Get better, and get back to the um back to the drawing board. Right, 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 right. I I feel it, and like just to co-sign with what you said at the end there, like you said, you came there to make a statement this time. You want to prove to everybody that you've been working, you're dedicated. This is something that you admire. This is something that you want. Yes. Right. Another thing, I feel like as long as if you're down discouraged or if you're working towards something with a goal in mind and you pumping it out, doing what you got to do, as long as your current day was better and more productive than yesterday, you can put a check mark. That's a W. That's all you need. That's all you need. You just need to work harder today than you did yesterday. Right. Work harder yesterday than you did the day before that. And before you know it, you'll you'll be where you want to be. You'll be where you want to be, but don't give up. Because giving up is easy, y'all. Giving up is way, way too easy. Maya wants something easy when he work for it. Like, do something that's hard, work for it. Exactly. Like, giving up is just, it's just not a point to giving up. It's easy to give up. It's easy to fail, and it's hard to succeed. That's why so few do it. That's why so few do it. And 
like I said, I just really hope this touched somebody and encouraged someone to maybe try something again that they really enjoy or maybe feel enlightened or feel encouraged or feel inspired by this whole topic of discussion today because I felt like I don't know. I just felt like something, somebody, somewhere out there that listens to us needed to hear this and needed us to pick your spirits up and just to let everybody know that watches this. We love y'all, man. We love y'all. Exactly. And we rooting for y'all. We're rooting for y'all. We hope the best for everybody that watches us. We rooting for y'all. So, hey, like I said, if anybody needs any type of support, me and Jill are always welcome to give our support, to give our love, our time. We're literally available 24-7. Exactly. Exactly. So don't, do not, do not hesitate to hit us up at all. But I hope, but y'all know, support my boy Gerald tournament next Saturday competition. You know my boy out there, first place. That's all we do out here, though. That's all we do out here. Tell him, Gerald, first place. Oh, yeah. Champions. Oh, yeah. You're not first. Yeah, you're not first. You last. Ricky Bobby. Remember that. (laughs) (laughs) You're not first. You last. But, hmm, let's see. What's next on the agenda? Ha ha. Now, now. Now, after we done got past all the, what's the word I want to use, encouragement and all that, I'm going to go ahead and tell y'all this story about determination, life lessons, life thrills, and why you should never, ever give up and why you should never forget why you started this, all right? This is the story of Scruffleupagus, Okay. <clears throat> All right, so Gerald, I'm gonna need you to help me out on this story. All I right. need you to, I need you to give me a name. Give me a name, any name. A boy name, preferably. Michael. 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 Okay, Michael. All right, so this is a story about Scruffleupagus. Here we go. So Michael, we're going to say Michael's about five, six, seven years old, okay? We're going to say he's five. Michael's five. Um, What, you in kindergarten, first grade around that age? Yeah. So Michael goes to school. Uh, Michael loves to read, you know, and it's reading day in class. Michael forgets his book at home. So he tells Miss Johnson, hey, Miss Johnson, um, I left my book at home what can I read or what, what should I do? Ms. Johnson says, Michael, go over there. There's dictionaries over there. You can just read one of those. So Michael, as a five-year-old boy, he gets the dictionary, sits down, starts reading it. So like all little boys, we all did it. Let's not lie. He looks up the basic words, you know, cuss words, PP, wee, wee, you know, <laughs> all, all the little privates and all that, <laughs> you know, little, little baby words, yeah. right? So, Michael comes across a word that has no definition in it. That word is scruffleupagus. Now, so Michael's confused. Michael's like, okay, why is it in the dictionary? 
it don't have a definition. Like, ain't that the point of the dictionary, right? Yeah. So Michael raises his hand. Miss Johnson calls on him. Yes, Michael. Um, Miss Johnson, this um word in the dictionary don't have a definition. Like, can you tell me what it means? Um, sure, Michael. That's odd. Can you tell me the word or show me the word? So Michael goes to Miss Johnson, gives her the book, and says, "That one right there, Scruffleupagus." Miss Johnson closes the book. Her face just infuriates with rage and tells Michael to get out the classroom and go to the principal's office right. immediately. So Michael's sitting in the principal's office, confused. This and that. So the principal calls him in the office. Um, we're gonna say this principal name is Doctor Peter or Principal Peter or whatever. Yeah. So, um, Peter, Principal Peter, sitting there. He's like, "What's wrong, Michael? Why are you in my office today? You're usually a good student." He goes, "Um, it's uh, it's book day, reading day in class. I don't have my book. I left it at home. I need it to read something. Miss Johnson told me to read." dictionary i read all the words i came across a word that had no definition and then i told her to because i didn't know what it meant and she kicked me out so he's like that's odd was it a bad word and he goes i don't know what it meant i don't know it didn't have a definition so peter goes can you tell me the word now michael's a little hesitant because as he said well as he saw earlier when he said the word bad thing. Like, he got kicked out of class, so he didn't want to get in trouble. So, he tells Principal Peter, I don't want to get in trouble. So, Peter, Principal Peter goes, it's okay. You, I promise you won't get in trouble. I just need to know what you said, so I would know what to do. He goes, Scruffleupagus. Peter gets kicked out of school. Gone. Can never return back to that school. Expelled, gone, da 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 Can't come back. So, his mom, you know, his mom and dad have to come pick him up. So, he gets in the car. His head's down. He doesn't want to look at them. He doesn't want to say anything. It's quiet. Till his mom decides to break the silence. What happened at school today? She says. So, Michael goes, I left my book at home. It was reading day. Miss Johnson told me to read a dictionary. I came across a word with no definition. Came across a word with no definition. I told Miss Johnson. Miss Johnson kicked me out the room. And then I told Principal Peter. Principal Peter kicked me out. And now I'm here. So his mom goes, hmm. Okay, okay. His mom's just sitting there thinking that it was a bad word that Peter said. And Maybe something else happened. She'll go back to the school in the morning and clear things up, right? Right. So, but Michael's dad says, I want to know the word. What did you say? So, Michael's mom's trying to tell Michael's dad to chill, honey, chill. It's okay. We'll call the school in the morning and we'll try and get it fixed in. Michael's dad's like, no. No, I want to know what you said. So, Michael's looking in the rearview. Well, Michael's looking in the rearview mirror and he's like, no, I don't want to say it. He can make eye contact with his dad. I don't want to. I don't want to say the word. And Michael's dad's like, "You said the word to your teacher. You said the word to the principal, and you can't say the word to your parents." 
what's the word? Like, you're not going to get in trouble here. So, Michael looks at his mom. Michael looks at his dad. Michael takes a deep breath. <gasps> Scruffleupagus. The next thing you hear is just, boom. Michael gets kicked out the car, left on the side of the road. His dad disowns him. Mom disowns him. He is no longer part of the family. Skirt, skirt off. Michael is on the side of the road, all alone, by himself. Hurt, confused over one word, scruffleupagus. So hours go by. Michael's walking. A police car rolls by. So when the police car rolls by, um, obviously, policeman sees a five-year-old walking by himself, crying, looking hurt. He stops and says, hey, little boy, are you okay? So, like, why are you out here at night by yourself? Like, where's your mom? Where's your dad? He goes, my mom and dad left me here. So, obviously, the um, officer is like, well, can you tell me what's your name? Why are you here? This and that. What happened to you? So, the boy goes, it was show and tell. Show and tell. It was reading desk. I left my book at home. I got the dictionary, like my teacher said. Found a word with no definition. Told my teacher. Teacher kicked me out of class. Told my principal. Principal kicked me out of school. Told my mom and dad. And my mom and dad left me here. And I've been walking ever since. I don't know where to go. So... The officer goes, that's really strange, and that's, why would someone do that to a little boy? That's not, basically saying it's not that deep over a word. Like, it's not that deep, it's just a word. Yeah. So, the officer asks the little boy, what's the word? Now, the little boy is on the whole fool me one time, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me mentality at this point. So the little boy's like, no, I'm not saying the word. I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm not saying the word, officer. I just I just want help. Like, can you just help me? Why do I have to tell you the word? And the officer's like, I can't help you if you don't tell me the word. Like, my job is to protect and serve. I'm not going to hurt you. I'm not going to do this to you. I'm not going to do that. So the little boy then again remembers what he read. Yeah. Then again remembers what he read. It was a book about officers and how they're always help you and never hurt you and stuff like that and hearing what the officer said little boy kind of confirmed it in his head so he said fine 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 he said you promised so the officer obviously goes scouts honor so the little boy goes scruffleupagus the officer slams michael into the car like slams him on the side of the car Boom. Beats him like he was Rodney King and throws him in the car. Boom. Handcuffed in the back. Michael spends the night in jail. So that next morning, Michael's in the courtroom and the judge is just looking like, can, like, is it April Fool's? Like, why, why do I have a five-year-old boy sitting in front of me right now? Like, looking at the officers that arrested him is just like, what are y'all doing? And the officers are like, that's a very dangerous criminal. You know, just talking down about Michael. So the judge is like, he's a five-year-old boy and y'all are grown men and y'all had to like beat him like this. Like, this, this doesn't make sense. I should have all you arrested. Like, I should have 
y'all shouldn't have your badges. So the judge goes, boy, Michael, can you please tell me what happened so we can get to the bottom of this? Michael goes, it was reading day at school. I didn't have my book. I left it at home. I read the dictionary, came across a word with no definition in it. Told my teacher, teacher kicked me out of class. Told my principal, principal kicked me out of school. Told my mom and dad, they kicked me out of the family, left me on the side of the road. Told that officer over there, and now I'm here in front of you. So the judge just looks at the officer. She's looking at the, the jury, and she's like, all of this over one word, a single word from a five-year-old? And she's just like, what has the world come to? Like, what is... What is going on? Like, I can't, I can't believe it. She's like, I thought I'd never see the day. So she's sitting there. She's thinking, she's thinking. And she's like, well, boy, Michael, can you tell me the word? So Michael is like frightened of saying this word at this point. Like Michael's like, I don't want to say the word. I want to, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. So she tells Michael, like, I really want to help you. I do, Michael. But the only way for you to go home and the only way for you for us to make sure that you're safe or for, well, for me to make sure that you're safe is for you to go home. Well, duh, is <laughs> for you to tell me the word. So Michael's just looking at all, Michael's looking at the jury and all the people looking at him. And they're shaking their heads, like, shaking. They're nodding their heads, and they're saying, yeah, tell her the word. Tell her the word. We want to see you go home, too. So, Michael takes a deep breath, counts to ten in his head, and then says, scruffleupagus. And then, All you hear is 25 to life. Judge is just slamming her hammer down. 25 to life right now. Take him away. And everybody's shanty. Everybody's throwing stuff at him. And you're saying, you criminal. Yeah, you need to go. Go. Take him away. Take him away. Take him away. Like, everybody everybody's chanting, everybody's shouting for him to go, and they're clapping when he gets taken away, you know? So, Michael goes to jail. 25 years later, he gets out. So, in jail, he doesn't say anything to nobody, he doesn't talk to nobody, he just does his time, and, you know, he just gets out. So, at this point, Michael gets out, he's 30, they they just throw his stuff out. Like, he gets out with what he came in with. And it's really nothing now because what he came in with was useful at five. He can't fit none of his clothes. So, really, he just doesn't have anything. You know what I mean? Like, he doesn't have anything. So, Michael's walking along the street. Everything looks different because it's been 25 years. Michael doesn't know anything. Like, he, he was five when he went in. He's 30 now. He's... You can basically—he doesn't know. He's ignorant to the world at this point. So Michael just—it's a gloomy day. So Michael just finds a bench to sit on, and just so happened to be someone else sitting on that bench with Michael. Uh, 
a hoboish looking figure, you can say, is sitting on that bench with Michael. So they're sitting down in this, a moment of silence. And then the hoboish man looks over at Michael and just says, So, what's your story? And Michael just looks down and goes, It all started with reading day. So he tells him, It was reading day. You know, didn't have my book. Found a word in the dictionary. Told Miss Johnson. Miss Johnson kicked me out. Told principal. Principal kicked me out of school. Told my mom and dad. They left me on the side of the road. Told a policeman. Policeman locked me away. Told the judge. The judge sentenced me to there. And I'm out now. And before, before the homeless figure can talk, Michael goes, no, I'm not saying the word, and I don't care. I'm not saying the word. I'm just, I just want to live the rest of my days in peace. Michael says, I just, I don't want to say the word. I could give a rat's ass about that word. I don't care. But while, but Michael, when Michael looks up, he sees that the homeless figure is smiling. And he's like, I know, he's like, the same thing happened to me. The same exact thing happened to me. That word, that word. And Michael's looking at him with the Nick Young face, like, what are you talking about, bro? Like, what word? What word? Like, Michael's like, you just fucking with me at this point. Like, what word? He goes, scruffleupagus. And Michael just face turns. Like, like Michael saw a ghost. Like, his face is just blank. Just, just looking at him, like, how do you, how do you know about scruffleupagus? Michael says. So the homeless figure goes, like I told you, the same thing happened to me. So Michael's like, well, do you, did you figure out what the word mean? Do you know what it means? And the homeless man goes, yes. Yes, I do know what the word means. So Michael, at this point, Michael, the inner five-year-old boy comes out of Michael and he's like, can you tell me, 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 oh my God, oh my God, what's the word, what's the word, what's the word, I want to know, I want to know, I want to know. So the homeless man's like, chill, 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 calm down, calm down, calm down, calm down. You're going to know what the word means. He's like, but I can't tell you what the word means. He's like, you have to find out for yourself. So Michael's like, well, well, can you point me in a direction? Can you, like... My whole life was dictated on this one word. I might as well know what it means. Like, can you point me in the right direction? So the homeless figure points up to this church with a bell on top. And he says, well, do you see that building over there with the bell on top? And Michael goes, yeah. The definition to what the definition. I'm trying to say this fight. What you're looking for. The definition to the word scruffleupagus is on the inside of that bell. All you got to do is get there. So Michael is just ecstatic right now. Michael is running around. Michael's, excuse me. Michael's happy. Michael's hugging the homeless figure. Thank you. Thank you. 
thank you. Oh my God, I don't know what I can do to ever repay you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And the Holy Spirit is like, no problem. Like, like it, like I, I know what it feels like to be in your situation. So I'm glad to help. So Michael, then again, after saying thank you ten more times, Michael looks at the building and takes off across the street. Michael gets hit by a car. Michael dies. The end. Just like that? Just like that. Wait, so what was the point of the story? Always look both ways before you cross the street. (laughs) What? What the? My nigga. Really? That's the story. That's that's the story. Let's scruffle up. There's no sense. Now. That's the story of Scruffalo for you. Is Scruffalo for gets a real word to all the viewers out there? Yes, yes, it is. Now, can you Siri this word Scruffalo for gets? No, no, you can't. Can you spell Scruffalo for gets? I highly doubt any of you can spell Scruffalo for gets correctly. Do I know how to spell Scruffalo for gets correctly? Yes. Did I spell it right on my Instagram story? No, no, <laughs> no. Do I know how to spell this word correctly? Yes. Now, now, that was the story of Scruffleophagus. That was my famous story. I'm not glad that everybody knows. I want to know what the word means. (laughs) I was, I, I wanted to know. I was, I listened to the whole story. (laughs) No, what does that word mean? Okay, now, I know you heard the homeless man said, you got to figure out what that word means for you. Right. I can't tell you. What? I'm not gonna tell you what the word means. That's that's just part of the story. I can't tell you what that's the word tough. means. Now, now, as a rule, now that I've told this story, any guest on this story cannot say the word scruffleophagus. Cannot. The only people that can say scruffleophagus is me and Gerald. But I still want to know. <laughs> Gerald, that's your own destiny, my boy. You can't. <laughs> that's your own. It's like it's like a Kuna Matata, bro. Simba had to figure out what that meant for him for himself. So you gotta go find your own scruffleophagus. That means getting hit by a car. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not telling you to go out there and get hit by a car. But like I said, you gotta find your own scruffleupagus. I'm not gonna tell you what the word means. Right, scruff. Uh, <laughs> Are you trying to type this into Google right now? <laughs> yeah, something like that. That's tough. That's tough. But viewers, I really hope viewers, listeners, I really hope y'all enjoy. No, cause it. I want to know what the fuck this means. <laughs> scruffleupagus. <laughs> If you so happen to find the definition, don't say it out loud. Read it to yourself. <laughs> oh my god. I'm not I'm not gonna tell you what the word means. But but anyway, guys, listeners, I hope you enjoy Scruffleophagus just as much as I do. That is one of my favorite stories to tell around people. It's just it's an attention grabber. I just love that story, Scruffleupagus. And I hope someone else out there finds 
the the passion in the story Scruffleuf gets just like I do. Now, now everybody knows. As for the thought of the day, let's go ahead and get the thought of the, the day. The thought out. of the day is what the fuck is a Scruffleuf against? <laughs> That is not the thought of the day. <laughs> the thought of the day is something that we can answer. You cannot answer that question. I'm the only one that knows the answer to that. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, anyway. The thought of the day. Is it worse to fail at something or never attempt it in the first place? Repeat that question one more time. I said thought of the day. Thought of the day. Which ties into the whole episode and even the story. Is it worse to fail at something or is it worse to never attempt it? It's worse to never attempt it. Why you say that? Because dude? in life, like I said, we're going to fall short. Like, if we fail at something, that's fine. We have to find a way to pick ourselves back up and continue to find the success and not let failure stop us. You know? If we don't attempt, it, it's worse to not attempt because how can I explain this? You would never know what can happen if you don't go for it. That's what I'm basically trying to say. If you fail, that's fine. Get back up, find it, and be successful. Right, right, right. Like I said, like if you never attempt something, you never know what's out there. But if you fail at something that you really want to do, that's a positive thing. Don't look at it as a negative thing. Look at it as a positive thing. Right? right. Now, Gerald, I think you just found out what Scruffleupagus meant. Well, guys, that's all the time that we have for today. I'm Quan. I'm Gerald. And see y'all next episode. Yes, sir.